expert strategies with Joe Wellyu. I love instant gratification, but it's it's not so good for business. It, it's it's a problem for a lot of larger businesses and, and really smaller and medium-sized businesses as well. And, and we've seen it. It's, it's particularly interesting when you start looking at the sales culture. People are, are very driven by nature, have shorter attention spans, and they're always sort of looking for uh, things with, that give them that instant gratification, really what we call many times in the tech world, uh, shiny object syndrome. Oh, right? yeah. So we're, we're seeing a lot of companies that ch- are challenged with that, right? They've got a very aggressive sales force and whether it be they're implementing, say, an LOS or a POS or a CRM, whatever it is, whatever core system they might be changing over to, there's always the that sort of that chatter at the in the field wanting this product or that product and it's always they're always looking for ways to to get instant gratification and the reality is to really take things to the next level in your company or your business you have to commit to the journey of of dialing in whatever products or systems that you're switching over to so what is a smart way to go about choosing and then making a commitment when so many different ideas and products are coming at you at alarming rates. Yeah, a big mistake we see a lot of companies that are fast growing and we're really no different internally. We've certainly made this mistake is you're moving so fast that there's things being thrown at you and you sort of react to a lot of different ideas, right? Mm -hmm. And so you've got to be purposeful about laying out a vision and a plan and be smart enough to look at where are things going. Well, if I'm a lender right now, I know my digital strategy. I need to have a digital mortgage experience coming together of some kind. I know uh, on the marketing and sales side, I, I need to have a, a system of record for sure for, for sales and marketing, particularly to, to, to track all the things I'm doing from a compliance perspective, but also just to add efficiencies. If you think about one of the things we always talk a lot about with our lenders is what's the efficiency of getting a new marketing asset or campaign rolled out to the end salesperson? Because marketing, even if it's awesome, cannot generate results unless it gets in the hands of people. And so you want to minimize that time. So the only way you can make these things really dialed in and uh, working and get meaningful change and lift is is to go through the process of going through the implementation process and being able to make the adjustments until things are are perfect or, or as close to perfect as you can. So in the shopping part of the program, mm-hmm. when it comes to this, and you talk about laying out a vision and a plan, what's a good way when you're examining a system that you're thinking about implementing to figure out if that's going to align not only with your vision, but kind of your values and and the way that you want the people in your company, your producers to execute? Yeah. So well, let me say first, first of all, I, like I'm a huge fan of so much of the technology that's out yeah. there. Like I, I think there's so many great things like more than at any time in history, we're seeing innovation and technology happening all around us, right? Yep. And I think the difficult part for a lot of companies is knowing which one of those products or or companies is is going to be able to, number one, they're going to be around for a while. Two, they're, they're going to be able to scale with me. And number three, and maybe most importantly, they're super great today, but where are they going over the next six to 12 months, right? In mortgage, a lot of the challenges, mortgage companies and banks and, and real estate companies to maybe a lesser extent, but one of the things they're faced with is they got a lot of, uh, there was a lot of great vendors maybe five, seven years ago. Well, 
they didn't really think about what's the iteration cycle like, how fast are they improving the product. And so they would do buy these products and all of a sudden it was the same three years later and everybody was mad because it was outdated. It wasn't working right. It's a constant, never-ending journey to get better in, in technology. So you really have to be careful that you're not only aligning your vision correctly with your organization, but you're aligning with partners that have that same philosophy. And in many cases, it's not going to be just one partner. There's so many fragments out there. You need to get partners on the technology side that will play nice together that are all about you in your success, whatever that means to your organization. And those are some great considerations to to review when you're yes. thinking of, of getting a system. So why don't you just tell me some of the pitfalls if you do take the instant gratification yeah. route, what can happen? Uh, how much time do you have? Kelly? I know, right. <laughs> so we we have uh, been on the side of, of going in after the fact in some cases. And, and in some cases, I've just become very much a student of of the technology space in our industry and I talk to get the the opportunity to talk to a lot of CEOs of other companies and listen to what they're seeing and what they're going through and so I've I've got a lot of insight fortunately to it and I'll tell you it gets very very expensive very fast and what what can happen is if you chase those instant gratification things and you haven't done the homework or put the thought into are our visions aligned what does the roadmap look like are they going to want to make sure they're integrating with things that are best for us as a business, even if it's not maybe the ideal thing for their company? You know, Are they a true partner? If you're not making those decisions, what happens is you get siloed technologies that don't work with other products in your company, and therefore they lose effectiveness. Okay. If they don't communicate, you don't have data can't talk to each other and things are siloed, you lose functionality and you lose efficiency. And then what happens is you have a, it ends up going all the way downhill and to the salesperson. And so now you've got poor employee experience and then you have morale challenges and the salesperson will take one issue with a piece of technology and they have a bad experience that one time. And it's very, very difficult to convince them that it's going to be different next time, right? They get a little, <laughs> they get a little cynical. So, so there's hard cost you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, the hard cost, and 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 if you go for that instant gratification, generally we we don't see a work, and particularly when you go on bigger projects and you're replacing LOSs or you're doing a big POS, uh, you know, the digital, whole digital mortgage ecosystem that's starting to really mature now. Uh, a lot of things are coming together, starting to flush out who the real players are going to be. And, uh, and our platform on, on sales and marketing side certainly is a part of those conversations. But, you know, you're seeing things start to to really take shape and you're, you're seeing people that have had the experiences of, of going and chasing that shiny object coming back to the picture and saying, okay, we need to level set and take a long-term vision. And that's that's happening, I would say, all over the place in a lot of the bigger companies that, that maybe made those mistakes. So sometimes, unfortunately, companies end up making a mistake or two and then go back and course correcting. And, and that's just sort of the nature of innovation, I guess. Well, it is. But again, not doing the right research in, in the ways that yeah. you – to try to project the cost of lost opportunity is not only hard but depressing. Yeah, well, it is. And there's very few companies in, – in the defense of the industry, there's very few companies that have the technology – expertise internally to properly vet and understand they haven't spent a lot of money traditionally there. You've got marketing, sales, and ops that get a lot of that investment. And all of a sudden, wait a second, um, we got to start really investing on our on our IT resources and have actual technical experts that are on our payroll because if I don't have that or I'm not 
at least paying to get it, I end up really putting my organization in, in jeopardy and for sure my growth plans in jeopardy. You know, it's funny. And that's that's a great point, Joe. And kind of just in summary, too, I mean, IT was something that was a side dish. It was an to, annoyance. To the right? business that we all <laughs> used to do. And now it, it's we can't do business with There's the guys that were setting up the laptops and having security. And, and actually, there's some of the most brilliant people that I've ever met are working at, at some of our customers that have gotten to know. And, and it's the, the people that are winning right now are investing in those resources. They're not just investing in, in great partners and products uh, as far as technology goes, but they're investing internally with people that understand the ecosystem and that think that way. Okay. So for meaningful change? Meaningful change, think long-term, get your vision right and commit commit to your partners that, that you decide to go and to do your due diligence. But once you commit, really commit to make sure that you, you're going to uh, be on that journey together. 